Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life. Hi, it's Lissy. This time, this is just a little mini episode for you for the in-between Christmas and New Year lull. We'll be back in a fortnight with a proper full episode, but for this time, me and Harry just had a little Skype catch-up about how our Christmas had been and what our New Year's resolutions are. Enjoy. So, hello. Hello. How are you doing, Lissy? I'm good. Um, it's Christmas Eve. Well, it's after Christmas, but yay, I'm not at work. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm loving that. It's still it's still bank holiday though. That's pretty good. Um, how's your Christmas been? My Christmas has been lovely. I started in Dorset, so I spent Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and Boxing Day uh, out with the in-laws, doing lots of lovely walking and well, battling through the weather. They have a farm, so we had to like go and have a look at the cows on Christmas Day. Uh, and let the chickens out so it was great it was very like a at homely and cozy and then I'm back now so we did some sort of epic drive yesterday probably six hours cross country to Norfolk where my parents live so today is our first day in Norfolk and we're here till Wednesday which I'm really looking forward to and I'm loving just being back at my house what about you I'm also in Norfolk. Yay, because strangely enough, we're also both from Norfolk. <laughs> so yeah, we're both in Norfolk, but not together. Um, so I, this is my fourth day at home with my parents. I'm going back today to London. Um, this has probably been the quietest, laziest Christmas I've ever had. I got back on Christmas Eve evening and I didn't leave the house until the morning of the 27th. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I've just done a lot of sitting um, I on Boxing Day. I watched like nine hours of football. I watched oh, my God. every single football match that was on TV. <laughs> Didn't move from the sofa the whole day. It was great because I haven't had a day of just sitting for a long time. And today I'm going to the actual football at Norwich. Ooh, that's cool. And then I'm getting a train back to London. So very football heavy weekend and lots of cuddles with my eight month old nephew. And ah. yeah, it's just been nice and quiet and chilled out. Ah, so you're feeling nice and recuperated. Yes, much needed four days off and then I go back to work tomorrow. Boo. Oh my God, straight back in. Straight back into work. Um, but no, it's been nice. I've done absolutely no exercise though. So <laughs> not, I bought my running kit with me. I bought well two done. sets of running kit. Haven't, haven't even touched them. Got them out of the bag. <laughs> Put them back oh. in the bag. <laughs> yeah, I've got them out. Put them back. I bet you've worn your leggings a lot though. <laughs> I have worn the leggings. I even... I, yeah, I put packed them and was like, I'm definitely going to use them this time, but I haven't. But it's uh, sitting around watching football in my active wear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I'm watching people being active. It's almost the same. 
in my active wear. Done any festive runs? I've I've been all right. I've not done a lot of running. The weather in Dorset was pretty. It was very windy and um, quite wet, so I didn't really run much. I ran once, but I did. Um, I've been getting into those like thirty-minute yoga type things. Mm. So good on good on Steffi Yoga. She's she's got me through Christmas, uh, and it's actually been really good. I found that doing it kind of before bed has helped me feel not so stiff and slouchy and particularly like yesterday the seven hours in the car followed by a half hour yoga stretch definitely helped and I think I slept a bit better I should have done that after my day on the sofa because by the end of it my legs were getting a bit twitchy I kind of just did a few star jumps in the kitchen because I was like ah (laughs) yeah it feels like you just need to burn off like nervous energy yeah, yeah, I think I, I don't know. I'm sort of I'm maybe thinking around. Maybe can I try a daily yoga? I've never done that, you know, like thirty days of yoga. Mm. I'm wondering if maybe I try that. In the I month. tried that two Januarys ago, I think, and I got quite a lot of the way through the month. Yeah, it just it's finding routine, isn't it? It's finding mm. like a point in your day when it makes sense. I asked our Twitter followers um, yesterday, I think, if anyone had been running on Christmas Day or Boxing Day, and a lot of people had. Yeah, that's good. That's good commitment. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I'm just going to feel like I've been running through everyone else. Yeah, I, I ran through your energy. Yeah, yeah. that's what I suppose. I've been off. I've been off my social medias. You don't get much signal in Dorset. No. <laughs> just probably for the best. But oh, that's good. I mean, if the weather lends itself, it's very nice to go and like blow off the cobwebs with a bit of fresh air. Yeah, and in typical uh, January cliche, cliched fashion. I've spent the last couple of days writing my January and February training plan. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I've what? So what's are you? Because yeah, because you've got races like quite soon after we get back, right? Um, yeah. So my first race is Brighton Half at the end of February. Mm. So I realised I've got nine weeks left. So I probably should actually start doing some running. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, feel like, a bit like, yeah, January, I'm going to actually start doing some exercise, but I'm going to start from tomorrow. Yeah, which obviously, is not today. <laughs> eking out of the last bit of December. Yeah. So I'm it's, not going to wait till January the 1st, I'm going to start on December the 29th. <laughs> just to get a little bit ahead of yourself, just get a little bit ahead. <laughs> yeah, because I think a couple of episodes ago when we spoke about December and how we were going to make the most of December, and we're not going to be one of these people that... Mm. full foul to busyness in December hasn't happened barely don't we were so optimistic I really wanted to be that active December person but it just didn't happen (laughs) I I did all right I definitely fell foul to a lot of food like I feel like I've consumed my entire year's worth of like chocolate Mm. (laughs) I probably never want to eat chocolate again but I did I did a little bit of running because I remember us talking last episode about how I was having a bit of an issue because I couldn't settle into a long run Mm. and I was getting all stressed and last Saturday maybe it must have been I was still in London so um, before Christmas and um, I kind of told myself it was okay and I could go I didn't need to rush anywhere and I actually managed like 10 miles without it was all about the headspace like it Mm. felt really nice and it wasn't like my fastest run or my strongest but it was just the mentally I felt a much better place and I think it just shows that you kind of need to give yourself the time to do it. So it's good you've written your training plan because then you're going to dedicate your time to it. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly it because I just I just kind of let work completely take over my life in the last couple of weeks, and I didn't even I probably could have done more exercise, but I just let it like be the one thing that I was doing. Yeah, so, it becomes a vicious cycle. Probably the only person in the world that's actually lost weight in December. 
oh well done how do you manage that well it's yeah stress distress but it's not good because I feel like really weedy again like uh, any progress I've been making with any kind of strength training has just completely been lost because I just feel like a little feeble then the recuperation of Christmas has become at the perfect time exactly what other new year's resolutions do you have we spoke last time about how our 2015 ones had gone time to look forward yeah I've been pondering I'm still pondering I think I like yours around the whole reading thing we're picking up books again Mm. definitely I didn't have that on my kind of agenda last year and the year before I had so I feel like it could be a good time to bring that back yeah so um, I've switched mine around from finishing every book that I start to just trying to read 12 books in 2016 so I think one a month is a good yeah that's really good good target and I found a really good website this morning called Goodreads where you can list everything that you've read and everything that you want to read and then like move them between shelves once you've read them. And it has like the book covers, which is what I really liked because I, I was starting to write a list in my phone, but I like the fact that you can see the book cover. So it kind of reminds you what all the books are. Yeah, I like the visual reminder. It's a good visual problem. Yeah, and then you can go on other people's bookshelves and see what they've been reading as well, which is good. Oh, that's fun. So we could share one. Yeah. Okay. We could start a no FTR one for like fitnessy running books. That would be a good <laughs> idea. Well, I also have very kindly someone bought me a beautiful simple daily planner on my bed for Christmas. <laughs> Thank you very much, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm going to use it as like a place where I write down my resolutions uh, and my kind of plans for the year and make it about not kind of like because I love that it's a daily planner. I'm like I want to use it for everything in the neatest way. <laughs> So I'm going to have a place to write all my goals down and I think I'll definitely start some my reading list in here. Uh, and I've written down some fitness ones, which are around things like... So last year, one of my aims was to do more um, cycling and to be more confident. And I really feel like I have got a lot more confident and we did our brilliant cycle to queue. Mm-hmm. So this year, I think it's about finding regularity. So I'm going to try and I aim to cycle to work at least once a month, which is a small, small chart, small steps, but... Just finding ways to kind of incorporate it into my normal life a bit mm-hmm. more. Uh, and I really want us to do some more long cycles again. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I think regularity is a good one, actually. My um, PT asked me to come up with one word that kind of like was the essence of what I wanted to get out of it. And I chose consistency because yeah. I think that's a big thing. But yeah, I think that's why I'm writing my training plan now as well. I'm trying to get some, some uh, routine into my life because it feels a bit hectic at the moment. Yeah, I think that's the thing I find the most about resolutions. The way I make them, the way I found to find them effective is to do something that feels almost has to be like the smallest step to the bigger thing. Mm. It can't be like if last year I just said, I'm going to get into cycling and be, become a cyclist, I would have found it far too much of a daunting task and I don't think I would have actually ever started. So it needs to be, for me, I have to find the small steps to make it become a regular thing and definitely finding then the way I can build it into my life and it can be a habit. Yeah. So it's not, it's not just a goal that I keep coming back to and going, oh, I should really do something about that. It's actually a small thing that I can think about on a weekly or monthly basis. I think the cycling to work will help with that then because that's what's really like kick-started my wanting to get on the bike a lot more. Yeah. So when I did that month where I was like, I'm going to try and do as many kilometres as possible, and then it made me have to cycle to work all the time, and then it just kind of became a routine. It only took a couple of weeks where I was like, right, this is what I do now, I just cycle to work. Yeah, and I think, like, I just, it's the quickest way <laughs> in so many senses. It's just a quick way for me to get to work. 
and it will be just about building up the confidence of being in in rush hour traffic so I'll get there I'll get there um and then probably my other one that I'm thinking around is gigs like I really miss live music I've been to a few things this year or yeah 2015 but not enough and I miss it so I think that's part of my resolution like we, we had such a fun time at the festival and I've been to a few nice things at Union Chapel which is such a brilliant gig venue I just want to try and kind of rediscover music a bit I feel a bit out of touch as well with like new bands and I'm falling into bad habits of just listening to the same stuff again and again I think that's a great idea. I can't. I can't keep listening to Justin Bieber. I need to. I need to. <laughs> I know. I feel like my street cred is going down rapidly. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's really I, bad. I even. I even made Pete listen to Justin Bieber in the car on the way on our seven-hour drive. Yeah, we had it on just before Christmas dinner. Like <laughs> we can't listen. We can't be listening to Justin Bieber whilst eating Christmas lunch. It's not right. Um, no, I used to go to so many more gigs. It used to be like one of my main things. I spent money on, and I. I don't think I've been to any. Other than a couple of days at festivals, no proper gigs this year at all. And there's bands out there. I'm sure we can find them. Yeah. <laughs> Any recommendations? Send them our way. I think I should think of a fitness one as well. And I think it will probably have to be finally cracking the two-hour half. Ooh. Yeah. You totally can do... You so can do that. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier. And I was like, I just need to get this done now because this has been, like, a thing for so long. Yeah. It starts to become a thing as well, doesn't it? Yeah. I've got a few opportunities this year. Even if it's not at Brighton, I've got Hackney, Run Hackney, yeah. and Gothenburg half in May. So I've got two opportunities in May. So one of those needs to be a sub two. <laughs> or maybe all three. I don't know. So what's your what's your uh, like fastest time at the moment? 2.10. Yeah, so it's so close. I think it's sometimes you should maybe have a look at like what your pace was for those previous ones and just find where the weak point is. Like, is it is it just that overall you need to be quicker or is it the because like mine is like I'm great to 10 miles and then the last three miles I oh, literally yeah, fall apart. <laughs> totally know mine is stamina because my 10k time is like 53 minutes. So if you yeah, like so translate that up to a half, I should be way quicker than 210. Yeah, yeah. But I just I don't ever practice running that far enough I, I I just do like five miles and I'm like yeah yeah this is enough training for a half it's not no it's I need to make like 10 miles at least like a regular thing so that is what my Sundays are going to be about from now on that is an epic fitness goal maybe we can think about the bit we can have at the end to motivate ourselves <laughs> yeah and I think I probably need to break that down into some steps like you said because otherwise it's just a big scary one two hours and I need to work out what the building blocks are to get there mm. there's some good plans out there, out there aren't there you can do it yeah I'm, I'm right behind you ah <laughs> uh, you know what I have written down which is freaky what I've written 2016 the last year before 30 oh <laughs> why did I write that down um and actually I this is more like I want to throw open this question like I, I always think about my next year ahead and I've not been thinking much about the, the kind of subsequent years and now that 30 is approaching so brutally so it's like should I don't know I'm wondering whether I want to think more about like I know someone who has a like spreadsheet of what they're going to do in five years and what they're going to do in 10 years and while I don't want to live my life to like a prescriptive order I suppose there is a sense of I don't want to also wake up in five years and be like, oh, my God, there's loads of things I wanted to do and I, I haven't done them. What's your what's your view on planning and 
I, I don't plan very much in advance at all. It seems scary. Which is funny, given how much I get taken the mick out for being such a planner, but it's only ever, like, the most six months ahead. Yeah. I don't, I'm definitely not, like, planning for my future or, like, because I keep thinking, oh, there's all these amazing big trips I want to do, but then I don't know anything about it, whereas I probably should sit and be like, well, if I want to do this trip here, I need to be saving this much, I need to not do all the little trips in between. Yeah, I keep thinking I should be doing that, but I'm not sure how to do it. (laughs) Without just being like, oh my god, it's so daunting. Again, it's the big, it's the big step thing. It's too mm-hmm. big. I need small steps. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, just just leave you on that note of a. Uh, it's the last year before we turn thirty. It's all. Hang on. Me too. Yeah. Oh god. I know. But then I think I think at the same time though, right? You know, we're we're both okay. We're both functioning human beings. Well, yeah. I think it's good that we haven't realised that until now, and we haven't yeah. been like thinking this for ages because it's like that girl that went on first dates and she sat down and was like by the time I'm 30 I want to be married and have a house and have two children and all the and the guy was just looked at her (laughs) terrified yeah because you would wouldn't you yeah and that's that but you must put so much pressure on yourself yeah but actually I'm just kind of thankful that I I am a functioning human being not quite (laughs) like I've got to 30 and I'm able to still like you know I've still got my teeth and <laughs> I get up and go to work every day. I pay my bills. Well, yeah, sometimes I think it's amazing that I've had, like, the most ridiculously busy month at work, yet I still managed to send everyone I needed to a Christmas card. I still managed to do my Christmas shopping. I still managed to, like, actually get out of bed every day and make myself dinner. And all this kind of stuff. Yeah, which I know it seems ridiculous, but it's kind of just the small things. <laughs> exactly. We'll be fine. It's fine. Okay, well, I'll, yeah, I'll dwell on that a bit more. <laughs> I'll leave you with that note. So what is your, uh, you're going to the football? Yep, going to the football today and then back to London tonight. Cool, well enjoy the football. Thank you, enjoy your time in Norfolk. Yeah, thanks, we're doing a direct swap basically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll wave at you from afar. So that's it for this time. We'll be back in a fortnight with another full episode. In the meantime, we'd love to hear how your Christmas has been, if you've had any amazing Christmas runs, any good views, any great presents you want to let us know about. You can find us on the internet. We're on Twitter at OFTR Podcast, the same handle on Instagram at OFTR Podcast. You can also email us. Our address is OFTRPodcast at gmail.com and as ever you can stream us via our website which is OFTRPodcast.wordpress.com. We're on iTunes and we're also on Acast. See you soon. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.